1: You are watching Game Time Decisions. I am Gable Morenci, and I'm on the grid, and so is the raging redhead Cam Stewart. We're also on the clock. Dun, 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 dun. Monday Night uh, Football from Las Vegas. What? From Las Vegas. That's right. If you've been in a coma. Uh, for the last, like, uh, five years, and you just awoke. Uh, the world is a whacked-out place, and there's a football team in Las Vegas. Oh, yeah, and there's a hockey team in Seattle called the Kraken. All right, Kraken. Hey, 2020, baby. Um, it's, it's too bad that the first game in Vegas tonight, that there's not going to be fans because I got to tell you, tonight just would have been, like, you know, the epic of all-time parties in Las Vegas if there would have been fans at this game uh, tonight. It's it's too bad, but nevertheless, you know what, Cam? I've been thinking about this. People have said this for years, and I've said this for years, and people have said this for years, that the NFL is built for TV. And people have often said, man, the NFL could have empty stadiums and still make $6 billion. You know what? People were wrong. The NFL could have empty stadiums and still make $14 billion, okay? So you know, if, if you notice... It's not, you know, it, it's, it takes away from a little bit of the atmosphere I find on Sunday mornings. You can just sort of feel it in the air That's not the same, you know. Like, on a mm-hmm. normal Sunday morning, you'll see people. Like, I would see people, Cam. I'd see Jet fans already drunk walking down the street at 9 a.m. <laughs> and stuff. You know, I'd be like, oh, yeah. Am, you know, Giants are playing this morning. You know, I'd see all the thousands of blue jerseys everywhere on the trains and downtown. Like, you know, you just sort of have that feel. Now you don't have that same feel. It's too bad. But nevertheless, they open up uh, what they're calling the, the Death Star Cam in Vegas tonight.
2: Yeah. <laughs> da, 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 da. Okay, Death Star. S- settle down. Settle down, Allegiant Stadium. Death Star, we get it. Yeah, I guess they want to have uh, the Star Wars kind of theme going on. I'll tell you this, Morency though, should be a pretty good game. Lots of good, lots of line movement too. You saw, like with the Saints, it was five and a half, and maybe they're thinking even with the, you know, in Vegas down to four. We'll see. Uh, it's it's a lot of question marks. The Saints got injuries. We don't know how Vegas is going to play. And by the way, Marente, I don't know if you're still playing baseball. We got a couple of baseball games going off in one minute and five minute. I'm taking a shot with the Phillies and uh, our boy Dunning's pitching for the White Sox. How do we not? He's been putting money in our pockets
1: all season long. Yeah, the Phillies are pretty beat up uh, right now. You know, these guys are depleted. Now, now Harper, it's, every day they seem to lose another player. They're like an NFL football team. Uh the Philadelphia yep. uh Phillies are. I've got a couple of baseball plays uh coming up uh here. Didn't I, I just can't trust either team uh in this baseball game uh, here, Cam. Uh as far as the early action uh is concerned, the you know, Phillies are just too beat up right now and um, you know, the Nationals are a train wreck.
2: Yes, <laughs> true. Yeah, I agree with you on, on both fronts. Yeah, small play on the Phillies, but um, I still think you know the White Sox. Even though they clinched, uh, they they can go for the division. I really like Dunning since he's been uh, up with this team. He's been fantastic, and it's basically they're the dog in that game, a small one be it. But I like the White Sox definitely. Small play on the Phillies,
1: but I'm on the White Sox. I think Lord Gambler was trying to tell me something because I have uh, Fanduel open to the NFL. And I was like, all right, I'll I'll go over to the baseball page and it wouldn't let me. <laughs> it was like, oh okay. Yeah, it was just so was away freezing yeah. freezing. Yeah, it's, it's sort of like Lord Sottler. It was like, no, yeah. no, 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 yeah. You're not playing that. You're, you're not you're not playing tonight. that. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> Philadelphia Phillies. Minus 164, Zach Wheeler oh, uh, on the Hill. Wow. Uh Sanchez plus 134 total is eight and a half. The White Sox, uh, minus one oh two Indians. Uh, Minus 112, Dunning and Savali uh, going out. A total is eight in that baseball game. Shout out to all of our radio affiliates. Game time decisions. Radio has begun. I am Gabriel Red, so we're kicking a little Raging Redhead. Cam Stewart is Monday Night Football from the Death Star in Sin City, Las Vegas, Nevada. We're going to be breaking it down. And all the degenerates in Las Vegas are hammering uh, the number down to four right now. It's a trickle-down effect across america so we'll break down uh, the numbers we're going to break down uh, the props coming off a nice clean sweep uh last night uh, cam 7-0 and uh sunday night uh, football um i was actually 9-0 and uh, because i had some money line parlays from earlier in the day tied into seattle but we crushed the props uh last night i thought that cam newton was going to throw the ball people act like cam newton is like 92 years old and dead and guys like he's fine and you know what as a Buffalo Bill fan I wish he wasn't so fine cuz we're going to have a battle All on him right. looks good to win his division uh, this year I'll tell you what but um so we got Monday night football this evening money pouring in on the silver and black uh, tonight it's the Raiders first game in Vegas little anticlimactic the fact that there's not going to be fans um at this game they should have just played it in West Virginia they could have packed the stadium I was watching the app state <laughs> uh marshall game you wouldn't have known there was a pandemic
0: <laughs> Like, moonshine bowl
1: yeah your moonshine bowl yeah i cashed a ticket with marshall actually in the moonshine nice. bowl thanks to the herd we are marshall um so yeah all the money coming in on the raiders uh, tonight uh no michael thomas uh, for the new orleans saints uh this evening uh, most of the handicappers that i spoke to over the week uh, cam are leading with the saints uh, in this game, they think the Raiders are fraudulent. That you know they racked up 34 points on a bad Carolina uh, football team. I will disagree. And in fact, you know, Cam, I think that isn't it time for Gruden and Mayock to sort of have that that real big signature win? You know what I mean? That Gruden walks off the field like, damn man, Gruden's back. You know what I mean? And I'm not saying the Raiders are back, but. I think the Raiders are in this thing. I think the Raiders can win this game outright. I think the live movement is is for a reason, and I think we got ourselves a football game on our hands uh, here this evening. Kevin Walsh is going to step up, and then we're going to break it down with Walsh. Walsh is a great prop up. Uh, better, uh, we'll talk some NBA basketball as the uh, Miami Heat and the Boston Celtics will resume their series <laughs> on November the 13th, uh, I believe. Game solid continues Game time Decisions continues. I am Gabriel Moretz. So we're kicking out a raging redhead, Cam Stewart. Cam's uh, not on the clock. He's already firing away, man, betting some baseball. Uh, Cam's yes. getting in. And yes. I'm going to get it on some yes. baseball a little bit later on. We've been crushing the strikeout props. We've got three more yes. uh, this evening, but they're all very sharp, razor-sharp uh, numbers uh, for the strikeout uh, props. Big game uh, with Milwaukee and Cincinnati. Um, yeah, I we'll 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 get into that baseball game. Uh, let's bring uh, Kevin Walsh in uh, right now. A lot of stuff to run the gauntlet uh, here
3: with uh, with Mr. Walsh Sports Grid. What's going on, Kevin? What's going on, guys? Uh, excited to be here. Always a good way to start the Monday uh, evening. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I
1: was I was hoping it would be a Monday evening that we'd have some football and basketball uh, on the yeah. board uh, <laughs> this evening. No NBA basketball uh, tonight. Uh, the league's Hockey. trying to do everything that they can to get those cheaters from Boston uh, into the finals. Ooh, let's get them rested <laughs> up. Well, you know what I mean? Good. Let's give them a chance. You know, like Miami's—you know—the Miami Heat are hot, Cam. They're trying to put some ice on the Heat. They don't want Jimmy Butler yeah. in the finals. They want—we want Boston and LA, man. We want Boston, in LA, man. In we LA. Want Boston <laughs> and LA. Yeah, I know what's going on. <laughs> no, but I couldn't believe it. I actually, Cam, this is an NHL move. You know what I mean not an NBA move, this is an NHL move. Like no. man, what are you talking about this yeah, it's whole
2: 2020. No, you said it, it's 2020. The NHL are like Mensa members now. It's like these guys are going to Harvard and MIT. They used to like trip out of the strip club and like, hey, what are we doing tonight? Oh yeah, I'll put that game there. Yeah, we used to joke about it, Marenzi, but the NHL's actually done a really good job during the pandemic. They're on point. The NBA with their breaks, not so much. Yeah, it's too long of a break for these guys no, playing Wednesday. I matters. say
1: There is, but I say There's a method to the madness. There's a method to the madness. The fact of the matter is, listen, Game 7 of the NBA Finals is booked for Monday night, October the 12th, right? Remember, Kevin, Mm -hmm. that big Monday night? Could be all this stuff uh, going on in the sports world. Yeah. October the 12th is still a little ways away. And they're kind of on pace right now. Like, let's say they play tonight and Miami won. They're up 3-1. Next thing you know, boom. So what, Wednesday, they're done? And then the Lakers, like the Lakers, you know, God knows where this series goes. But I'm just saying, hypothetically, if they kept going on this every two day pace, they would have they, they would have been done by the end of the week, and it would have been a long lull. So I, I I see why they're stretching it out, but it's just too much to me. I mean, you're stretching it out from Saturday to Wednesday. It's ridiculous yeah. between Miami. Like it changes the whole dynamic, and it, you know, it is an advantage for Boston. You you, you got you got Gordon Hayward back now, Kevin. Right, mm-hmm. you got Gordon Hayward back now. This is more practice. He's got a game, uh, more you know, more more practice, more time to heal and rest up.
3: It is advantage Boston to me right now. Yeah, know I, I don't think I don't think anyone can disagree with that, especially with the fact that they're sitting there off of a win. What I think is really interesting, it kind of shows how far we've come. Wait, wait, I want to
1: stress. Sorry, let me just stress. I think yeah, it's an advantage Boston the layoff. I'm not saying yeah. advantage
3: Boston moving forward in the series. No, no, no. And I agree. No, I agree. If you were to say that, yeah. that the layoff was uh, helping one of those teams, if it had to be, I think it would be Boston. I was just going to make the point, though, of think about where we were a couple months ago. We were wondering, the bubble, will this hold up? Is this the way to do this? And the NBA is so comfortable in the bubble now. They're like, Yeah, add had a couple days. They had a shutdown, don't forget, in the middle of these playoffs, and they're still ahead of pace. So, like, they're in no rush to get out of there. They've got the families in. Everybody's comfortable. They're like, listen, now let's just worry about TV contracts. We got days ahead. Who knows? They might see the NBA Finals and be like, how do we figure this out to make sure that this series isn't done in five games?
1: Yeah, well, that's you know, we've we've seen this uh, with NFL football before. I've told the story often about uh, it was a blowout with the Titans and the Jaguars. It was like three, four minutes left in the football game. It was like thirty-three-three for the Titans. And the referee goes over, it was mic'd up, and uh, it got leaked after. And the referee, the video got leaked. And the ref goes up to Jeff Fisher, and he goes, listen. He goes, coach, um," he goes, this game went way too fast. And he said, the league, (laughs) the league just asked me. The league said we're way behind, like with commercials. The league just Mm -hmm. asked me if you could take a timeout. Fisher went into a tirade of F-bombs. Are you effing kidding me? I'm not going to waste any time. I want to get the hell out of here. All right. He's like, tell the league and whatever. He goes, right, I'm not taking any time out. No. He walks away from the ref. Ref goes over to Jack Del Rio. Listen, Jack, uh, we're in a little bit of a spot here. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. Can you call a timeout? Like, Jack Del Rio calls a timeout, even though his team's down like 27-3 with three minutes left. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so why Jack Del Rio's on TV and uh, Jeff Fisher's um, <laughs> pimping sports books. Managing my fantasy team. That's right. Thanks, yeah, Jeff yeah, Fisher. Yeah, <laughs> yeah the lasagna's in, in the, the oven.
2: <laughs> what am
1: I going to do with McCaffrey? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you got uh, Jeff, that's that's what happened. You didn't, you didn't play a long Fisher. Yeah. You, you didn't play yeah. a long. So yeah, listen, TV TV does manipulate things. I, I, who, who's kidding who? All right, uh, so, Kevin, we're going to get into the games, but uh, first things first, um, the NFC least is a real train wreck. And um, I got to tell you, it's a good thing. It's good news, bad news. Good news is your Philadelphia Eagles get the Cincinnati Bengals this week. That's the good news. The bad news is if you manage to lose to the Cincinnati Bengals, that all hell breaks loose.
3: Mm. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I mean, look, if we lose to the Cincinnati Bengals, There's not a thing that you could say that would be hyperbole. You can talk quarterback. You can talk coach. You can talk anything you want at that point if you lose at home to the Cincinnati Bengals. I don't think that's going to happen. And the the reality is the Cowboys next week are going to be going to Seattle. Washington is going to be making a trip to Cleveland. Who cares what the Giants are doing? So if the Eagles take care of business, we'll have a – Yeah, I know, right? Like the thing is though, we're we're very much so looking at an Eagles team that looks disgraceful to start the year. And odds are they'll be sat in a three-way tie at one and two after three weeks atop of the division. Yeah, this
1: is this is one of the years where, you know, guys, every couple of years, you remember years ago, it changes, Cam. I remember like I don't know, about ten years ago, the no, Sam Bradford era. The NFC West was, like, the worst division oh. ever. Like, it was like awful.
2: Yeah, it, it seven and nine, awful. basically. Yeah, yeah, the seven seven and nine, yeah. It was like, hey, the Se- division, <laughs> yeah. Like, remember when <laughs> Seattle won the division and then March they beat the Saints? Like, they were the worst yes, teams yes, on and then yeah, they yeah. had a home game and that was the game I where Marshawn Lynch just, just took out the whole team. Yes, I they really were. I really think they were. Yes, they were. Because yeah. like, I remember they lost the first time a
1: seven and nine teams ever won a playoff game. It was like there was seven and then they win. Yeah, it was real bad. And and then um, I remember the NFC South was real bad too. It was like what a trade. Oh man. yeah, these guys
3: combined yeah. like yeah, it was, it was bad, bad, bad. <laughs> two the NFC seasons East, ago, the NFC yeah. sent two playoff teams to the playoffs. Like it wasn't that long ago. And then last year was whatever it was. I can't like they somehow the Eagles ended up nine and seven, which was outrageous. And now we look at it this year, and it's like. People are like six wins is gonna win the division. Like ultimately, <laughs> one of these teams will probably get to nine and seven, but it, it's just it's ugly. It's ugly.
0: The
1: Cowboys will win the
2: division
3: guess. by default. They're gonna win a division yeah, by default.
1: Yeah. It, yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. I think I, I think that's that's how uh that's how that uh, plays out. All right. So uh baseball, you know, they're going to the sixteen team format next year again, because of course they are. Um okay. I guess it's it'll be a little bit better and I can live with it more because it will actually be a hundred and six. Well, I don't know if there'll be one hundred and sixty two games. I shouldn't say that, um, you know, but there'll be a longer season at least. Right. But, you know, I, I get it. You know, like tonight I said, it's a big game. I mean, guys, we're, we're going to, we could have teams with a sub 500 record in the playoffs, Kevin, baseball. Is that what we're doing now? We went from baseball being the toughest, being the toughest yes. to get in to now sub-500 teams? We're talking about bad divisions getting in? Like the Blue Jays could be like a two games under 500 and get in the playoffs camp. Like you know, what are we doing here? Like Milwaukee and Cincinnati a hey, oh, hey, this hey, series? Hey. Yeah, hey. I know because they're twenty.
2: Hey, the Blue Jays are twenty-seven and twenty-six. Maronzi, relax.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a couple of games. Do you yeah, remember real, when
3: we were talking about that team? <laughs> yeah, what two weeks ago, weeks, ago makes, here. Walsh, I tell you. Oh, my yeah. gosh, the Yankees were on the ropes. I didn't know if they'd ever yeah. win another game. They're back to favorites yeah. to win the American League. Correct. Yankees are nine and one. Last
1: 10, Blue Jays are 3-7. and seven. Yankees outscored them what, 43-15? I think it was that 43. Was it was like a football dumb, score. Dude. 43-15. Was... All right, so we'll, oh, we'll hit this gosh. on the other side and we'll get into dun-dun-dun-dun. Time to get to the Monday Night uh-huh. Football game and props. Let's go.
0: SportsGrid.com: Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips, 24/7. As our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering, real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com.
1: Am Gabe Marenzi, kicking it with a raging redhead, Cavs. Stewart, Kevin Walsh, uh, joining us. And as we uh, just uh, heard. In the uh, the sports update, uh, excellently done by the Reggie Reddick Cat store Tyrone Thank Woodley you. has no plans on uh, retiring, uh, but that's okay because I have no plans on watching him fight uh, ever exactly. again either. So <laughs> excellent, uh, it, it goes, point. excellent, it goes excellent. Uh, <laughs> it goes both ways. Um, you know what? You know whether you retire or not, uh, it's time for you to leave the UFC. You can't beat anybody in the UFC. Go make some money in Bellator. Go fight in some of these other leagues. Make some money. But, like, dude, like, you you talk before every fight. Like, it's one thing if a guy is struggling and he says, you know, man, yeah, I know I need this win, man, and you know what I mean? And some guys are honest about it, but this guy just yap, 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 yap before every fight, and every fight's the same thing. He's done. Like, um, he's done. I don't think anybody really has any interest um, in uh, paying uh, to see him uh, fight. All right, let's get into – Um, Just for the record right now, the Reds coming up, uh, Cam, against the Brewers. Your Cincinnati Reds, i got to assume that you're on them. I like the Castillo prop over 7.5. It's a little high, but I stayed away last time in his last start. He got 10. And I think Woodruff can get there as well. I bet both Woodruff and Castillo over 6.5 and 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 7.5. Castillo 7.5, Woodruff uh, 6.5. And I like the Reds as well, Cam. Quick take on that game. Yeah, I'm on Cincinnati.
2: I think Castillo's really heating up. It should be a good game. Both pitchers. Woodruff's very good, too. So I do agree with you on your strikeout props. And this one for Kevin, even though the Yankees have dominated. I'm taking the Jays as a, a 25, 30-cent pooch. Your boy King's on the hill today. Maybe they get to him. Maybe we get a little revenge. But the Yankees slapped Toronto around big time. Uh, Kevin, anything on the
3: diamond for you early games? I'll tell you what. There's one thing. It's a season long, and I don't want to take us down a rabbit hole here. But I did want to ask you, Gabe, about your Dodgers I've been staring at them at this plus number to win the NL pennant for a long time. And I know that the way the bracket's going to work, they probably have to play the Padres, have the second best record in the National League. But unlike years past where you can kind of identify, oh, that's the team that they want to play. Like This team is so much better to me than everybody in the National League that I just feel like I want to bite on this plus number and feel good about this team advancing. I don't, I don't have a problem with it at all. I, you know, I've been surprised about the value on the board for the Dodgers all year, guys.
1: Um, just in the sense, uh, Kevin, Like, if it was a 162-game season, Kevin, the Dodgers still would have been favored, right? And what would they be? Yeah. They, they'd be in the plus-340, plus-350 range. You get them in a 60-game season, and it's the same odds, right? You don't have to wait six months. Right. And I've been talking about this. Remember Cam, when the season started, I brought that theory up. I said there's two ways of looking at it. I could say, wow, you're getting a Dodgers before the year starts at plus four hundred in a two month season. Or wow, it's only a 60 game schedule and anything can happen. But this is why I hate baseball so much. We broke all that down, and then what, a day before the season starts? Oh, by the way, 16 teams are gonna make the playoffs. Who now yeah. the changes their format days before, Ken?
2: And another thing is, when you bet you a team like that, everything. it's a nightmare. Like if the the thing is, that's why you take a flyer with a big dog. The first series is the team to win twice. Like, are you kidding me? We're not even yeah. talking three to five. Like, not three to three. Yeah, you don't even not get four to, to buy seven. Nothing.
1: Two. Dude, two wins. Anything can happen. This. The Dodgers <laughs> would have to play the reds. Anything uh, can happen. Yeah, you got Bauer, oh, you got Sonny Gray, Bauer, you got Castillo. Anything can happen mm. in three games. Correct. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Next year, they better give buys to the, the division winners. This is freaking yeah. ridiculous. This format. Maybe Best they'll add two another three. two teams. Maybe and they're playing all minutes. at once. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, yeah they're, they're yeah. playing.
3: Oh, they're going to turn it in like the the. the we World don't series, even Kevin. know Everybody what they're going to do about the fact that the Cardinals won't play sixty games. Like Rob Manfred just kind of was like. Yeah, yeah, they invented winning percentage for a reason. But I have no idea, unless you guys do, whether they actually agreed that that will be acceptable to push them into the playoffs. That
2: that is unacceptable. A winning percentage? No, <laughs> you
3: have to play the amount of same games as
2: everybody else. Are we stupid? That's ridiculous. I don't know, Marantz. You said you wanted to be a lawyer if you weren't a sports broadcaster. I think we got a good case versus Major League Baseball. We'll d- we'll dust Manfred in court. You can't do that. That's nuts. <laughs> I'm that's you, stupid. Yeah,
1: yeah. I'd take Major Sorry. Baseball to the cleaners in a court of law. Sue them for incompetence, gross, <laughs> yes. gross negligence, gross <laughs> negligence, incompetence, malicious intent. I agree. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's an wow. easy one. Class, class action. What the hell's wrong with I you agree. people? Anyways, what the hell's wrong with you people? <laughs> All right. So uh, let's get, let's get into the football game uh, right now. A lot of people tuning in uh, for these picks, but just for the record, because the baseball game's coming up uh, here. Yeah, give me Castillo over seven-and-a-half strikeouts. Woodruff over uh, six-and-a-half strikeouts. And give me the Cincinnati Reds, a red-hot Cincinnati Red uh, team, to win this game. Although Milwaukee haven't played better baseball. It's going to be a good one. I'd like to bet the under, but the total is seven. It's just too low. I can't be betting sevens. Um, All right. Dun-dun-dun-dun. Point spread down to four right now. New Orleans Saints lay four to the Raiders, Kevin. The total keeps dropping. Interesting down to 47.5, and and I think it's a correct move um, with with this. I don't know if it turns into a track meet, but I also don't think it's gonna be a 17-13 football game. I think we're looking at the mid-40s. You know what I mean? This game to me feels like a 24-21 game, Cam, that style. You know, 21-20, little higher, 23-20, 24-21, just sort of, you know, into the 40s, but not high 40s, but, you know, 23-20 type stuff. Hard-hitting, competitive football game. I actually think the Raiders can win this game outright, Kevin. I seem to be in a minority on this. I'm not buying what Drew Brees is selling right now. They're actually – the Taysom Hill stuff is real. I always thought the kid was overhyped, but he he worries me. He's going to make some big plays tonight. I don't know. Without Michael Thomas, I think, they're, I think this is a game. I do believe in Josh Jacobs. I do believe in the Raiders. I think the Raiders are better than people think they are. And I think they're ready to play this football game on a Monday Night Football Showcase. Time will tell if I'm right or wrong. Who do you like in a game?
3: So I just want to make this point. You saying that you like the Raiders and you think you're in the minority. I think, right, as uh, one of the younger representatives of the grid, I probably should be able to give some social media updates. Saints minus four was trending today. Trending. And we all know what happens when everybody seems to like one side. They get crushed. They get this absolutely is, yeah, it's crushed. It's a weird... So this seems to this be a is, weird element.
1: It's a weird element this whole game. This game like, is weird. You know what? Yeah, a, lot people, a, a lot of people, a lot of handicappers like the, the Saints. I think the public is coming in on the Raiders. You know, the, the, you know in, in Las Vegas, you think they're betting on the Saints tonight? Right. Come on. Yeah. And everyone wants to have it, a ticket of that first game. And Cam, think back yeah. to the Golden Knights, man, and that magic that they had right when they went there. and They covered and won all the time. I'm not getting in front of that. I feel some special lady luck, Vegas luck tonight. Don't think the the league wouldn't like the Raiders to win in Vegas, get this thing going uh, here. I'm feeling the lady luck. Luck me a lady tonight.
3: The Las Vegas Raiders. (laughs) I like the Raiders too. I just want to add this quickly. Something that we've always talked about, right, Gabe, is how uh, rarely the spread comes into play. We saw favorites go straight up. So far, 15 games this week, 14-1. and Eagles are the only favorite that lost, which is disgusting and infuriating, but it is what it is. But we saw seven times a team lose in cover this week, which is unheard of since I've been following the NFL, and you guys obviously know it better than me. But seven times, it's it's, it's changed the difference.
1: It was weird. For like two, three years ago and years before, the spreads were irrelevant, man. It was literally Mm -hmm. 82% of the time that the point spread was irrelevant. Literally, it was like 17.8% only. Last year, point spread started to matter. This year, and I don't know, maybe the pandemic and the lack of we training won, in it was practice only once. has something to do with it. It's interesting. Yeah, you know, they, these trends, these trend, these trends always you know dance around and uh and move around. Will the point spread come into play tonight? Yeah, you know, will it? It could. Yeah.
2: I think it will. I think I, I think if the Saints win, it's gonna be a very tight game. I think they'll win by, like, a field goal. It'll be a tight game. Let, let's remember one thing. I know the Saints are better than the Broncos, but when the Raiders left their other game, they they went out on a high note. When, you know, when you're leaving Oakland there, they, they played great. I expect the same thing in opening a new stadium in a new city. I think they'll be fine. I actually really like the Raiders in this spot, Marenzi. I agree with you. The Saints, losing Michael Thomas, I get it. You still got Kamara. You still got Cook. You still got Taysom Hill. You got guys. But also Drew Brees, you know what I mean? Even watching the first game against Tampa Bay. Uh, over the season, that guy's arm, you, you talk about uh, Phillip Rivers and stuff, it looks a lot weaker too. I think the Raiders can get some pressure on him. I actually do. I think it's going to be a real tight game. I agree with you, Marenzi. I think it's going to be like a 23-20 a to 20 type of game. And I think the Raiders can win the game. I'm reading your mail exactly. I'm thinking about a money line
3: play, Walsh. Yeah, I don't blame you. Again, the idea that so far we've played 15 games and there's only been one dog that cashed, and it was a dog that at one point was a favorite. Like, Mm -hmm. I just, this is a game, and I don't usually like betting this way. But the people have been tweeting it out that the books are on the line for like $10 million in payouts because they've been getting cleaned up because there wasn't a single favorite. Again, outside of the Eagles, you couldn't put in a teaser that didn't cash. All these money line parlays were coming in. It's completely Raiders or pass for me tonight. couple of props that I like. A part of me feels like this could get a little bit of a track meet. I, I have this weird feeling. I wouldn't be surprised if this got into the 60s. But I don't want to play the side. And, and if I do, I'm going to play the Raiders side of it.
1: Uh, yeah, as far as props, listen, the touchdown scorer props. Uh, yesterday, man, I played uh, I played six of them. I won four of them. And, you know, McCaffrey, anytime I lose a prop, it's usually due to injury. Like, I had McCaffrey over 62 and a half rush yards. He's at 59 when he got knocked out of the game. Unreal. Yeah, yeah. What, what are you going to do? Oh, yeah, yeah. You know what was a fun one? I bet Drew Locke over 224 and a half passing yards. Yeah, that was cool. Uh, the week I had before, the I had Drew, rushing I, yard prop. Oh, yeah, yeah. you see what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah, carnage yesterday. That's, listen, that's the risk that you take, right? We all pat ourselves on the back after a nice prop win, but that's the risk that you take uh, going in on betting on uh, props. that hey, the player could get hurt, but it seems to happen often. That's the thing. Like, the chance of a player getting hurt in an NBA prop, Kevin, it's kind of, you know, it happens, but rarely. (laughs) You know what I mean? Football Mm -hmm. is dangerous. Right, hang in here. We'll get to the props with Walsh and Cam on the other side. Game time decision continues. I am Gabriel Morenci. Uh, throwing it down with the raging redhead. Cam Stewart, Kevin Walsh. Uh, Kevin will be stepping up and in, following me and Cam later on this evening, in-game live. Uh, we've got Monday Night Football this evening, all right? So we're talking about the touchdown scorer props uh, tonight. And I don't know, man. They, they, you know, it almost seems like it's it's too easy. And anytime it's too easy, it ain't. It's so mm-hmm. look at the touchdown score props here tonight. And Alvin Kamara, minus 130 right now at FanDuel. Tell me, Kevin, how Alvin Kamara, who didn't have a good game in week one, now without Michael Thomas, tell me how Alvin Kamara doesn't get into uh, to the end zone tonight. And especially if you think I... this game's going to open up tonight, right? Like, right. Yeah. when you betting touchdown props, you always think, all right, how many touchdowns are going to be in the game? It's going to be six, mm-hmm. it's going to be five. Because, gonna... guys, people kind of think about this, oh, it'll be a low-scoring game. Even a low scoring game by definition, let's say the total is 37 and a half, that's still five touchdowns. Yeah. I mean, Mm -hmm. still five scores. So let's say tonight there's going to be six scores, maybe seven scores. You know, six times six, 36, seven times six, 42, uh, et cetera. Mm -hmm. So there's going to be some touchdowns tonight. Who's going to score them? I'll go through the odds here. Alvin Kamara, I'll put my hand up first and say, I already bet it. And the number keeps going up throughout the day here. Alvin Kamara is yeah. scoring a
3: touchdown, guys. He's absolutely scoring a touchdown. I, I bet it as well. Uh, and the one thing that I did this week, there were a couple of guys that I hit in week one that I came back to for a little bit less. That way, over the two-week window, I'm guaranteed to come out on top of it. But if they hit again, then now oh, I can yeah, just come yeah. back to them in week three. You know what I mean? I knew I got it was going to score yesterday. Total.
1: I had to take right, him for a little right. bit because he scores every. You know he's been good to me, but say I'm mm-hmm. like he's at the Bears. He's just scored two last week. He'll be a good mm-hmm. comeback next week or in two weeks. You know what I mean? Like, but I, yeah, I, yeah, I hear yeah. what you're saying here. So Kamara, you played it. You, you played this prop as well. I played it. It's a must play, guys. Mm-hmm. I think it's a good number. I'm actually surprised they didn't try to scare us off like a Zeke Elliott prop and like oh it's minus two ten. You know what I mean? Yep. It's he's much got, higher. How does he not score? How's he not scored? Yeah, good. Contact. I can't believe it's good odds for this. Minus You're damn right they do. They do. Remember, even with it, Zeke it's Elliott, going up, though.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. it, it will go up. Zeke Elliott before the game, I remember when I was thinking, oh my God, he's a buck 40. Like, I almost did a double take. Like, he had two, two, like, who's going to score? Yeah, for Dallas at the Golden. Yeah, Zeke Elliott. Like, thank you. I agree with you, Marenci. It's going up. Take it now. I could see Camara getting two touchdowns in this game. So, anytime touchdown for mm-hmm. 30 cents, yes.
1: All right, so Josh Jacobs, Camaro was like – he was much lower, actually. He keeps climbing. Now, Jacobs has been bouncing around from the 120 to 130 range uh, right now. So, uh, Jacobs, of course, uh, three touchdowns last week against the Carolina Panthers. I'm a big Josh Jacobs fan. I think the kid's the real deal. I think he's uh, poised to have a big night tonight, sort of a coming-out party for him uh, tonight. I don't know if everybody knows how good this guy is. He's not on national television very often – um, so th- this is an opportunity for him tonight. And it's minus 130, Josh Jacobs score a touchdown. I-, I don't see how he doesn't. And I know the Saints defense is good, but Jacobs is just such a big part of what the- what they do. And uh, at minus 130, I think it's a good play. And and conversely, on top of that, uh, his Russian receiving yard prop, 92 and a half yards, slam that as well, guys. I've got Josh Jacobs to score a touchdown and Josh Jacobs over 92 and a half Russian receiving yards. What do you think, Walsh?
3: Yeah, I like the Jacobs number. I was going to play it, and then I was like, you know what? I don't want to lay the minus price with him this week, although I do think he will get into the end zone on the heels of it, the three uh, touchdown game. But I played his rushing yards. I think we're still getting value. I'll tell you this, when it comes to the props market, bet the superstars early in the morning if you can. Early in the morning when I was doing the show, with 69 and a half for his rushing yards oh, prop yeah, specifically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's up to 74 and a half. I'm, and again, I'm someone that likes to wait till the last minute to put bets in, but when it comes to prime time games, you usually know who you like. Try and get your props in the morning.
1: Jacobs was two and a half receptions earlier in the morning. It was minus money, but now it's three and a half plus money. You know, it does these props. The prop market is much more active than it used to be. And, you know, I think mm-hmm. we we help drive that. We talk a lot of props. Um, and, you know, speaking of which, so I've got Kamara to score a touchdown. I've got Josh Jacobs to score a touchdown. I've got Josh Jacobs rushing receiving yards over 92 and a half. Now, conversely, there's no Michael Thomas. So Drew Brees is still going to throw the football a bit. They're not just going to run the ball like 68 times uh, tonight. Uh, Emmanuel Sanders is uh, four and a half. I don't have a problem with that. It's a fair number. I went over the four and a half with Sanders, and I went over the four and a half with Cook uh, as well, uh, actually. The targets are going to be there. And, you know, like the targets... Uh, last week, Sanders was targeted five times. He had uh, he had three catches. So now with no Michael Thomas, it's obviously going to go up. I, you can give me two more. And I think Cook is the guy uh, tonight as well. I think Cook can have a game uh, this evening against this Raider defense. And, um, you know, listen, Cook had five receptions last week, and that's with uh, Thomas. Even though Thomas, you know, wasn't really an impact on that football game, but Jared Cook was targeted seven times. all about the targets, right, Kevin? Right, you know, I can look at how many times you catch it. How many times are you going to throw this guy to football? I got to get five catches tonight. I believe they're going to throw the football to Jared Cook eight, nine, eight, nine times, maybe ten times tonight. I think he's going to be targeted a little bit more than he was last week. I think we can get to five. I think we can get to five uh, with Sanders. And I think the Raiders have success with their tight end uh, this evening as well.
3: This is the one thing about the Saints. I'm trying to get a feel for how they're going to want to attack this game offensively. Are they going to want to try and attack them through the air, or are they going to pound the rock here? Are we going to should we be playing these Latin Murray rushing yards, which a lot of people are starting to play, and that number's been climbing. Was at 32-and-a-half? It's now up to 37-and-a-half. When do you see a backup running back's prop getting steamed? But that's the case there. I think Alvin Kamara over, if you don't mind playing juice, over four-and-a-half receptions at minus 160. He had eight targets last week and five catches. I think there's a good chance that he has. 7, 8, maybe even 9 catches this week. He's that kind of back. And on the Oakland side of things, Henry Ruggs is the guy that I think we can still find some value with out there because his props were posted late because he was questionable coming into this game. Now, this might not be uh, one. You know, We're just talking about losing bets because of injuries. He left injured last week, hamstring injury, a little bit tentative here, but it's over under 43 half yards receiving. Go got a 45-yard catch last week. He's the kind of guy that can do this all in one play. Yeah,
1: that's a fair number. I don't. I don't have a problem with uh, that number. More, more than a fair uh, number. I said I was talking about the tight end too. with Waller, uh, four Waller. and a half uh, as well. Yeah, Derek Waller, Cam, four and a half receptions. It's a fair number. Very uh, fair. fair number. Derek, uh, as fair. you talked about, Rugs might make a big play. And good call, Kevin. And all it takes. That kid's fast, man. All it takes is mm-hmm. like you know one one big play uh, for him. And we saw, you know, we saw with uh, with Claypool. You know, we, we've seen you know, a couple of times already this year where these rookies, uh, Rager had a big play and then just sort of tapped out, but went over his number, Kevin, on the one play, you know? So, yeah. you know, you, you, you're you right. you got a his chance. But I think Waller over four and a half is a nice play tonight, guys, too.
2: Couldn't agree more, Marenci. I'm going to tell you another thing. I think it's going to be a huge tight end game. I've already put in the bets. I love your play. Kurtz and I talked about it last night. I think Jared Cook is going to be a huge part of this offense. I wouldn't be surprised if he had you know, eight or nine catches in the game, everything that you talked about. I think he's going to be a big safety blanket there. And you talk about it too, Kev, with Lat Murray. <clears throat> Let's remember, Kamara gets a lot of dinks and dunks. Ding, 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 ding. Murray gets those, sometimes he gets those goal line touches. Even though I like Kamara for a touchdown, it might come on like just a little, little hitch pass where he gets in, whereas Lat Murray can get a touchdown from like the goal line and stuff because they still feed him as the backup running back. But I, guys, I think it's going to be a huge tight end game.
1: I agree, Maranci. I like Waller. And I like Cook big time in this spot. I got on both, over four and a half receptions. And you know yep. what? I'm not opposed that. You you just talked about it, Kev, and Kevin. You know, and the, look, those are my main picks. Just to recap, Jacobs to score a touchdown, Kamara to score a touchdown, Jacobs over 92 and a half Russian receiving yards, Cook over four and a half receptions, Sanders over four and a half receptions, and Waller over four and a half receptions. You like my record yesterday, Kevin? 31 and 16? <laughs> That's not bad. 47. That's not hey. That's not bad. That's a lot, of, a lot of bets. A lot of bets. Yeah, yeah. But I think it's forty more, more
3: than
1: I had. That was including. <laughs> yeah, we went seven and zero in a nightcap last night in a, in a, in a Sunday oh, nighter. Nice. Four and one in the NBA game, and uh, Cam, what was nice? Uh, we're really starting to get into a groove with these top twenties. I paid. I played seven guys to be in the top twenty. Hit oh. five of them. His yeah, favorite. yeah. I and mean, then we're talking plus yeah. 160s, plus this, yeah. plus Te- that. You know, a nice slice yeah. run. That's the thing. We didn't give sports grid records. We got
2: Matthew Wolf, top 10 and 20. The guy almost won the damn golf tournament, man. I checked my account. Cha-ching, cha-ching. He was huge for top 10 and 20, Marenzi. You're right. Webb yeah. Simpson,
1: Tony Finau. Yeah, you see, we Walsh, hit a lot. I told you. Walsh is all concerned about his record. A couple of picks here and there. He's curating. <laughs> like, what about <laughs> us? Firing? We're giving the people. Yeah, we're we're giving the people what they want. Picks picks, picks, and picks. Yeah, but I picks mean and- look,
3: to be fair though, you you guys got to figure out the system there. There's no world where you should be hitting John Rom at 11 to 1 and your record gets added one correct pick. I I'll stand yeah. right there and back you guys. Like if you need a yeah. lawyer to back you, I'll handle that case. Yeah,
1: even for yeah, Wolf, yeah, 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 like yeah, yeah. the guy finishes, the guy's 70 to no, 1 no, and no, 100 no, no, to 1. No, come on now. Oh. The, the the top 20, the top 20 picks count. The top 20 picks count. Those oh. are like normal bets. Minus oh. 120, then, yeah. plus oh. 130. I want to. Yeah, yeah. It's but when to you're throwing email. 30 to ones, you can't. That's not a loss. You can't, like, hit us with a loss. If you pay, exactly. You, know, I mean, you pick Matthew yes. Fitzpatrick to win at 60 to one. It's not, yeah. That's not a unit loss. It's just kind sense. I agree. But, yes. yeah. but hey, listen. Uh, I don't want to get into technicalities, but I'm firing off a lot of underdogs, Right which is uh, kind That's of the thing. The percentage a little, but it's all yes. good. because I'm more worried about the percentage of money in my pocket. pocket.
3: We're going to need the unit We're uh, going to need the unit counters, that, ROI. That guy get,
2: I got to be honest with you. The, the, the oh, amount I of bets, Gabe, R-O-I. No.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, Walsh? <laughs> R-O-I. Yeah, yeah, shut up with your R-O-I. Good for you.
0: This guy, honestly,
1: he... He's throwing in 70 bets. Sports grid
2: record needs to hire three interns to keep up with the units. Like, There's no way you could do this stuff
1: alone. I know. Yeah. Uh, all right. Now tonight, one, two, three, four, five, three, four, six, five. seven. All right. I've got eight picks
3: for Monday Night Football right now. Is that I'm excessive? A lot of- no, it's not. I actually, I had seven last week on the Thursday night game. Yeah. And I should have, I could have had seven in all the rounds.
1: I should, I should note that uh, I have eight so far. But so, I'm, yeah, not gonna too, yeah, I'm not going to get too no, so much crazy. Yeah. You've got yeah. in game yeah. stuff, right? There's in game. Yeah. 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 There's in game. Uh, but no, I'm not, I'm not going bro, crazy. We, we had a good guy, day um,
3: yesterday. Yes, we you guys can, those live player props on FanDuel are so excellent. Oh, I love that. At the half, you can get such a feel for where the game is at and where the game is going. Oh, Kevin, get this, bro.
1: Yesterday, they froze it. I was Mm -hmm. so mad, man. Mahomes had 69-yard passing at the half or so. Yep. I looked, and I'm scouring. Mm -hmm. You can't get anything past me when he's again, So I'm looking. Mm -hmm. I'm like, man, Mahomes is going to throw for like 200 yards in the second half here. What's his Mm -hmm. number? It's like they wouldn't let me do it. Then they just took it off. I was like, yeah, thanks. Um, They did this thing
3: in in the Washington-Arizona game. Because it was a blowout. They're like, no, we're not messing with this. But Terry McLaurin and Kenyon Drake numbers that's would have been No, that's you at. need it, though. Exactly. That's what you want, guys.
1: Exactly. You want to wait till a team is down and then jump in. Then mm-hmm. jump in and say, all right, the quarterback's got to throw now. Qu- quarterback's got to throw now. Um, all right, Kevin Walsh, quick. We got less than 30 seconds. Uh, have you made up your mind, Dolphins and Jags yet?
3: Oh, gosh. Uh, both quarterbacks yeah. to throw in it. Nah, Gardner Mitchell's good. Ah, probably Jacksonville early, but I haven't made up my mind yet. We're a ways away from Thursday night. It's still week How about two. this? You got 50, 10 seconds. If you're the Jets, what are you gonna do?
1: If you're the worst team in football. Darnold, you got Darnold. Yeah. Interesting. Yes. Little okay. stuff to think about. More picks next.
3: Hello, I'm Dr. David Chow, aka Pro Football Doc. I spent 17 years on an NFL sideline with the Chargers as a head team physician. And I can tell you, teams don't want to tell you the whole story. That's where I come in. I know what they're trying to tell you and trying not to tell you. I know how to assess injuries and how will it will impact players and teams that week. Come check out profootballdoc.com. You can't make a bet or set a fantasy lineup without coming to consult with us at profootballdoc.com. The Morning After. But Christian McCaffrey, they, they announced late in the day that he has suffered a bit of an ankle tweak and he was going in for an MRI. Have you heard anything about Christian McCaffrey? Another key player on a team that needs his production. He was tested on the sideline by video. It didn't look bad. And, and you know, there was some concern on social media. Oh, my gosh, it might be bad. He's getting an MRI. <laughs> if you want to get an MRI, you get an MRI.
1: The Sports Grid
2: Network
1: Game time decisions continues. Uh, we're on the clock uh, right now before we transition into in-game live. A um, couple of uh, early baseball games. We haven't gotten into the uh, the Stanley Cup uh, finals yet. Game two uh, this evening, uh, Cam. There's a lot of talk of Stephen Stamkos being in the building and uh, on the ice. Uh, we'll see what, uh, what, what happens. What's that? You don't care? I couldn't care less. I couldn't care less oh, about Stamkos
2: being in the building. He'll do nothing. He'll do nothing. Uh, he hasn't played in so long. Uh, I don't think it's a fact. He, well, he,
1: can't, he can't hurt. It's
2: he actually like he can, Gabe. He can hurt. Uh, defensively, I think he's got a lot of things that he needs to work on. He'll be good on the power play. I worry with that quick release. I'm going back to Dallas, buddy. We talked about it in the series. They might lose tonight, but look at the value on these guys. They play a tight game, man. I think they
1: look good. Yeah, you know, listen, it's it's tough for a guy to come back. It's really difficult for a guy to. It's it's almost impossible. Like you, I can understand saying, yeah, listen, we're already too deep into this thing right now mm-hmm. because of the pace and the speed of everything. But a, a player of Steven Stamkos' caliber, yes, yeah, you're not you're not going to like not play if he's able to play, yep. he's going to play, right? For and sure. you know, you give him and same thing. I mean, he's great decoy. Um, great, great on the power play. That's what he would be. He would be on the power yeah. play, and um, you know he wouldn't be playing 18 minutes a game or 22 minutes a game or anything like that. He would be on the power play in an isolated uh, situations. But you know, you have a guy, and it's a big deal to the room. It's not like um, like you might not care, but the players in the Tampa Bay oh, like, yeah, the room will care. They'll care time. that Stan Cups is back in the room. It's just it's just an electricity. That he'll bring to have one of their guys back, one of their leaders uh, back. From a hockey standpoint, I get it. It doesn't put them over the top, you know. Like like you said, the guys have played in six months. But um, but from a moral standpoint, from a power play standpoint, hey, put it this way: if you tell me I can have Stamkos, I'm saying hell yeah, yeah. Suit suit yep. him up and let's go. You know, get get him out, uh, get him out on the ice. All right, so we'll have some picks on the other side.